0: We have uh, Pastor Carl Gallup, whom I I call him Brother Carl. So,
1: Brother Carl, are you there? Brother Craig, <laughs> great! What an honor it is to be back with you. Merry Christmas to you oh, and your family. Merry I pray Christmas you have a Jesus filled Christmas, brother. brother. And look,
0: the honor is all mine to have you on, and you you are our we're so blessed. You are our most prolific guest, and uh, and such a prolific author uh, as well. Uh, and, and and your own radio and TV, man, you are everywhere.
1: Well, yeah. I, I I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to see me everywhere. I'm just oh, you know I'm riding actually, the wave while the, while it's coming in, and wherever the Lord opens doors, I I try to go if I can speak a good word of truth every now and then.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, Amazon tops top sixty best selling author. Uh, God, how's Gods of Ground Zero doing,
1: brother Craig? Is just it's going crazy. We're getting tons of feedback. Almost all of it positive. Um, I've got the uh, the third part of that series, Gods and Thrones, Gods of Ground Zero, and another one. I'm not allowed to say the title yet, but it's coming out in fall of 2019. But before that, in February first, 2019, have a brand new book coming out called The Rabbi, The Secret Message, and the Identity of Messiah, and it is, oh, a, wow. it, it yeah. is a it is it is an in depth.
0: The book you wrote several years ago, the uh, the the rabbi who found Messiah, uh, who was I think what was he one hundred and six years old or something?
1: Yeah, it was one hundred and eight, and yeah, and that book was yeah, that book was translated into five languages, and and a documentary movie was made. But the but my new publishers, we got together, and we I mean, it's been years since that book was written, and so much more has happened. I mean, it it is just a Astounding! This story just goes on and on, and new witnesses have come forward. New, new, um, uh, new evidence has come forward. Uh, amazing. Um, uh, amazing backstories, supernatural stories. I mean, uh, a Muslim imam was saved in in a mosque because of this story. A Jewish, several Jewish rabbis have been saved, and we've got all of that in the book. And uh, it's just amazing. I don't even have time to tell you everything about oh, it yet. Wow!
0: I, look, I can't wait till that comes out. And and my father in law is here, and he says thank you very much for the signed copy of your latest book that you sent him that was very very kind
1: oh well no it's my honor brother and uh be glad to get him signed copies of my forthcoming books as well and you guys are dear to me you guys have always been very very good to me
0: (laughs) yeah so now brother carl we have um you know we're in of course we're in the christmas season and you know are you seeing anything different about christmas's as you've accurately pointed out, the times we live in, the generations that are right now listening to our voices, we are the only people that have seen some of these prophetic words that were spoken. For number one, the rebirth of Israel, which people thought, wow, that that can never happen. And perhaps even the Jews that have been dispersed around the world that would, uh, in their annual celebrations, they would give a toast and they would say, next year in Jerusalem. Uh, Well, now, I mean, that has happened. And so what what does that portend for Christians with all these attacks on Christian faith? And Jesus did prophesy that there would come a day when people would seek to kill us, And they would think that they were doing God a favor. Yeah. You know, and now you think about that and through the ages when people would read that and think, wow, how could someone think they're doing God a favor? I mean, aren't these things coming true?
1: Brother Craig, listen, you've spoken a mouthful. You're you're absolutely correct in your general synopsis. And let me just remind your listeners, I've said this before, and I say it all over TV and radio and in my books and everywhere else, but I'm just going to keep screaming it till the day I draw my last breath. We are a very unique, unprecedented generation. We are living in the most prolifically prophetic time since the first coming of Jesus Christ. We are living on the other side of the coming of Jesus Christ 2,000 years. We're living on the other side of the birth of the church by 2,000 years. We're living now in the middle of the gospel being preached unto all the nations with the technology that's finally here that Jesus prophesied about in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. We're living in it. We're living 70 years on the other side of the return of israel another 2700 year old prophecy that we're living in the midst of we're just 70 years of it this year mm-hmm. this last year now we're living just months on the other side of the return of jerusalem as the rightful capital now we're living uh, in thank the you, days uh, do what
0: i said thank you donald trump
1: Yes, yes. I mean, you know, first, thank you, the throne of God, uh, for using Donald Trump. But yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. In, uh, in the geopolitical realm, thank you, Donald Trump. And, and and we're living now in the midst of the days of a huge third temple movement, uh, the, 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 a huge movement of reclaiming the Temple Mount by the Jews because Jerusalem is in control of Israel now. We're living in the days of collapsing borders in Europe with rotting and collapsing borders in the United States, we're living in the days of the aftermath of Arab Spring and Russia being in the Middle East and China being in the Middle East and Turkey collapsing into an Ottoman Empire, and I could go on and on and on. These things are converging at breakneck speed. The Bible spoke of all of them, and we are a unique generation that happens to be living on the other side of all of them or either right smack dab in the middle of them. And so, brother, I'm just saying, I don't set dates. I'm not an alarmist. I just call it as it is. I know what the scriptures say. I know what the prophets prophesied. And I know where we are living and what's happening geopolitically around the world. It's my job to keep up with it every week because, like you, I'm on the radio every day. I have to keep up with this. You and do. so and I fact check it and measure it against the scriptures. I try not to make in make something into something that is not, but I can tell you brother, we're living in very prophetic times. The onslaught yep. against Christians, against the church, against ministry, against Jews against Israel against Jerusalem it's just unprecedented mm-hmm. and 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 the onslaught of persecution of Christians around the world 90 to 100,000 Christians every single year for the last several decades that's what it averages to, have lost their lives simply because of their faith in Jesus. And that doesn't count the millions that are persecuted daily around the world just because they belong to Christ, and they're threatened yeah. with prison yeah. or losing their jobs or the government intervention. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unprecedented. And Jesus said that the days before his return would be just like that. The yeah, technology is unprecedented. I mean, you know, we invent now, robots, in and so what do we decide? We're going to make sex saying, robots, whoa. and on and on and on goes. That so is- there we are, brother, and in the midst of it is the Christmas season. We sing joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive yeah. her king. The Lord
0: has come, right. Now, with these woes, of one of the woes was to those that go through a whole lot of trouble to convert someone, but then lead that person to hell along with them, okay? Words of Jesus, not the words of Brother Craig.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah, that's in Matthew twenty three, and, and yes, that's in Matthew twenty three, and Jesus was leveling several woes. O w o e s. In other words, woe means warning to you, or it also can mean judgment be upon you, and then he. Con- he, 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 he confronts the religious leaders of his day, and he basically says to them, you're so hypocritical. Here is the Christ. Now, I'm going to paraphrase. These are not the mm-hmm. exact words of Jesus, but this is what he tells them. He says, here is the Christ, the fulfillment of all of the prophecies of the coming of the Christ that you have waited on, the place he was born, the things he would do, the things he would say, the miracles he would perform, uh, the, the direction of coming out of Egypt, and coming out of Nazareth, and coming out of Bethlehem, and coming out of Judea and coming along the Galilee and coming from the Jordan River and all of these things with a prophet before him in the spirit of Elijah. I mean, all of these detailed prophecies standing right before them, the miracles being the most a dramatic demonstration of who he was. Yet, not only did they deny him, but they cursed him and they plotted his murder every day of their life. Okay. And that's why he said to them, "Woe, warning unto you! The judgment okay. is coming unto you. You hypocrites! You travel the world to to uh, proclaim your your religion." Now, and in the midst of doing that,
0: times and the current religious leaders, you know, and I've I referenced uh, Reverend Chickenfoot all the time. And there's um there's a great deal of evidence of churches around the world having been infiltrated by the communists, and so and they push all this social uh social justice, social gospel. All you know, justice doesn't need a modifier, and the gospel doesn't need a modifier. But they soften everything. And I, I was alluding to the um, the little clip we played before you came on with Linus uh, speaking from the book of Luke, um, Peace on Earth, Goodwill Toward Men, where, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, and in, in nowadays it seems like so many translations have it the new way, but didn't it really say peace on earth towards men of goodwill?
1: You know, I, I would have to check the Greek to say what that says, but you're right. I mean, that is the context of the entire Word of God and the Gospel, and that is, look, peace on earth to those who are willing to uh, to come back to their Creator through Jesus Christ. Peace on earth, goodwill towards those who are willing to search out the mind and the heart of God goodwill and peace to those who are willing to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, because he has come. The King has come. Yes. Joy to the the world. The Lord has come. So that's the context. You're right. Now, you have brought up an interesting point. I would have to look at the Greek language and, and to see if it, you know, literally says that. But I know that that is the literal context of the gospel. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, in And there are other places where the uh, the the apostles say to jesus this this is a hard teaching who can follow it i mean sometimes to just say the truth is hard but on another level it's easy because if you just say it it's you don't really have to think about it you just say what it is i mean and and there are uh, adequate translations out here to get what it accurately says, but people still want to conform to the um the, the the softness that the world seems to want to demand from Christians. And it just seems to me, Brother Carl, that that is really, that's like what Jesus said, that, that you're converting people, but you're taking them to hell along with you.
1: you right? Know, am I Absolutely. wrong
0: to conflate those two?
1: No, 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 you're not. And that's exactly what Jesus told the Pharisees. And listen, I've just opened my Greek dictionary, and you're right. I mean, there's different ways of saying it but the word that we would translate as um goodwill it means um it's it it means um uh, oh goodness gracious i'm looking at very various um greek word studies here and you're right what what it means is goodwill upon those with whom God is pleased. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and we know the only way to please God is, of course, to call upon the Son, to acknowledge the Son. If we would confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we shall be saved, Romans ten nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, can we, can we take a really quick break and come back? And I know you've got to go, but maybe five more minutes on the other side of the break.
1: Yes, sir. It's your show, and I'd be glad. I'm honored to be here.
0: <laughs> it's an honor to have you, brother. And if you're just joining us, folks, we have my good friend uh, and brother, Pastor Carl Gallops. We're going to take a really quick break and we'll be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. One
2: day an angel said quietly that soon he would bring something special. Kill me and everyone. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work.
0: gift to the king which is his song and uh something to think about in this christmas season uh what song are we playing the Song we play 365 days a year and uh we want to play that song so that it would please the lord and uh my guest on the line with me is other carl gallops and the song he plays is uh is awesome folks a uh, prolific author Uh, Does television, does radio, uh, speaking engagements, uh, even, uh, I think you were honored to open up with the prayer in Florida when Trump was running for president, right, brother?
1: Yes, I was very blessed. January 2016, yes, I I opened up his uh, first Florida rally for him, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um and you're such a blessing. You're a blessing to this program. The really real deal. I haven't been a guest so many times. I really you're so generous with your time. I really appreciate it and I know you have an event to get to today. So I am not going to hold you too much longer here, but um you know, uh I I appreciate that you were able to uh go right to your Greek uh and uh and and, and confirm what I was uh thinking. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, listen, I already knew you were right because number 1, you're just Craig the Hatchet Man, you're always right. But what? number I 2, I already I already knew you were right because what you said matches the heart of the word of God. It matches the the contextual connection of the gospel message. So I knew you were right, but then you spiked my curiosity as to if those words actually kind of said that in that verse, and they really do and and I yeah pulled out my Greek dictionary right here in my office right behind me, and started looking, yeah,
0: mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so now, again, back to the current times we live live are living in we we're talking we've talked a little bit about how the men of god are are not um living up to the standard, you know they uh in, in Isaiah as a watchman when it says, Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. Uh, to me, that does not sound like a suggestion. Does that that sound like a suggestion to you, brother?
1: It, it, it sounds like a command to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why are there so few watchmen on the wall?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, you know, the good news is, that there are, be- there are more and more watchmen coming to the wall now, and they're shouting and they're blowing their shofars. More and more are declaring, wake up, world, we're living in prophetic times. The bad news is there are still millions and millions that need to get on that wall, and they're still so wrapped up in the political correctness of the world. But that's what Jesus said about the last days, yeah. that you know, this great delusion would kind of yeah. sweep the planet. Yeah. It's going to get worse, I'm, I do believe.
0: Like a repeat of the ba- Baal or Baal, uh, B-A-A-L, as, as, um, as, as you correctly uh, say it all the time. I have a hard time saying Baal.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and there's a guttural stop in there, too, it's called in Hebrew, where it kind of comes from your throat. It sounds uh-uh. like you're kind of coughing or kind of uh hacking up something and you have to yeah. say yeah is baal <laughs> you know baal <laughs> but it's hard, it's hard to say so we just say baal <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah but you know and and so and and, and that that was uh child sacrifice uh baal oh, yeah. uh that was uh sexual licentiousness even in the temples you know uh all different types of uh, uh unholy patterns of doing that and just, uh, you know, the worship of power and money, and it's like we're in a repeat of that, and we just recently had uh, this justice that was, uh, went through a tremendous fight to get placed on the Supreme Court, uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh, and, you know, I was uh, interviewing another brother uh, a little while ago who says, well, we should wait and see, and that, you know, there's some wisdom in that, but Justice Thomas, Justice Gorsuch, and Justice uh, Alito all wanted to hear the Planned Parenthood case, you know, actually two cases out of uh, Kansas and Louisiana, and Justice Roberts and Justice uh, Kavanaugh joined the neoliberals. And so, you know, what what does that portend? It's, It's like, you know, Trump made a promise that he was going to give us the type of justices that would support the Judeo-Christian ethic uh, yeah. to help the restoration, which is the only way to make America great again. Okay? Yeah. Naga no, no, no. Cannot yeah, no listen, I agree. God, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And listen, let me just say this about that. I'm going to have to claim a little bit of ignorance. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I saw the headlines. And I was blown away and disgusted and disappointed just from reading the headlines. Now, I will admit to you that in the meantime, I was, and I don't want to bore your audience, but I was—I had about five different th- irons in the fire and interviews to do and trips to take and, uh, and my own radio show to come, so I didn't do a, a deep back study like I like to do on those topics.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: don't really know what the context was. It was shocking, and yeah. he was so yeah. pro-life in years past so I'm going to have to really study it out, not to yeah, not to cut uh, him any slack. Several but people th-
0: have said he has a long range plan, and I'm, I'm just not buying it.
1: But yeah, the yeah, I'm yeah. yeah I know it. I hate when people say that. Well, you know, just hang on. He's 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 got a plan up his sleeve. Well, okay. Well, I just saw what he did there. That's why. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying I'm claiming a little bit of ignorance. I do know that there's always context, and it could be that he was hemmed in by the law. I mean, in other words, he would have to break uh, the law in order to make that ruling. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I know sometimes yeah. judges do you know, get in that position.
0: It's, it's just that on our side of the aisle, we have conservative Christian presidents who nominate justices that quite often end up being demonic. And on the other side, the Democrats have never, ever nominated a justice and then that justice ends up surprising the Democrats and becomes a Christian conservative. That's never happened. But on our side, it seems to happen at least 50% of the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And listen, I'm just going to say, you know, we live in spiritual times. Ephesians 6 applies to what you just said. Um, we need to understand, and I know you do, uh, sometimes we scratch our heads and say, what's going on? Well, it's it's exactly what Jesus said would happen. I mean, there's just this overwhelming demonic outpouring. And I can tell you that places of extreme power and wealth and influence are especially susceptible to demonic, overwhelming influence. If you are not a Solid man or woman of God, and you go to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and you become somebody there. The overwhelming people. influence you upon so you righteous. is but evil. That sounds like and this man was just appointed to a grown. lifelong appointment as a Supreme Court justice. So yeah, he's he's susceptible, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. But listen, it's been really, really great having you. And um, you know, you give Pam our love and. We really, really appreciate your time. You're always so generous with your time, and I pray your your trip is a safe one and that your Christmas season is uh, really, really blessed. And, well, uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to talking to you in the new year, which, uh, by the way, our, the whole uh, purpose of this fundraiser is to uh, have our radio fees be able to accommodate a new move in the new year, uh, going five days a week rather than Saturdays only
1: yeah and and I was yeah, and I was going to congratulate you as as I went off the air with you here on on your two years there and for what you 're doing now and where you 're headed. And, um, I just, man, I'm with you. I'm for you. I I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I also pray that you and your precious family, that you guys have a wonderful Jesus filled Christmas, you and your audience as well, brother. Thanks for having me today.
0: Hey, thank you too, brother. God bless you.
1: God bless. Bye-bye.
0: All right.